to sit and stare, and you've got an option to send it. And I believe, with everything within me, as Jesus followers, we're called to send it. And that's why I love this passage so much. In the Bible, what we just read in 1 Corinthians. In verse 1, it says, I, Paul, have been called and sent by Jesus, the Messiah, according to God's plan. This is how awesome our God is. This is how cool the Bible is. In one verse, it is clearly identified to us that you and I, as Jesus followers, have been called by Jesus and sent by Jesus. Read that, read that first verse. It says, so for me it would go, I, Kramer, have been called and sent by Jesus according to God's plan. That same goes for you. Switch out Paul's name and put your name in there. I, Mason, have been called and sent by Jesus according to God's plan. I, Brady, have been called and sent by Jesus according to God's plan. I, Ryan, have been called and sent by Jesus according to God's plan. Say that. Say it, your name. I have been called and sent by Jesus according to God's plan. That's true facts. That is true facts. You have been called and sent by Jesus according to God's plan. His plan is far more awesome and imaginable than anything you and I could ever think of. But here's the hard part. A lot of us would choose not to send it. A lot of us choose not to be sent. We just choose to sit and stare and watch as our lives go by. I like to say it this way. And we talked a little bit about it this morning that, that Jesus loves us so much. That Jesus loves us so much that he saved us. That he died on a cross and was risen again so that you and I could be saved. The Bible says that he who knew no sin became sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That means when God looks at you, he sees the righteousness of his son Jesus. That we have been saved. That as Jesus followers, we can rejoice because we have been saved by Jesus. And Jesus did not come to make bad people good. Jesus came to make dead people alive. And you and I were dead before we knew Jesus. And now, because we know Jesus, because we have a friendship with Jesus, when we lean back and lean in to Jesus, we are made alive because we are saved by him. But he didn't endure the cross. He didn't die and rise again so that you and I would just be saved. No. He died and rose again so that we would be so overwhelmed and overjoyed with the gift and the truth that we are saved so that we would live saved. So that you and I would send it with everything that we've got. There is a huge difference between being saved and being sent. Being saved, if you just, just think to yourself, like, yeah, I'm saved. 
Like, I'm good. Like, blow the lamp on me. I'm fine. Like, look at me. I'm good. I'm just saved. Just leaning back into Jesus is great. Just doing me. So selfish. Just living safe. Living for yourself. Living your best life. That's selfish. We were never called to be selfish. When we're only concerned with what we are doing, what we look like, what we like, what we think about, what we want to do, it's just selfish. It's self-focused. And if that's, if we live saved that way, so self-consumed, then we deny the very reason that Jesus came for us. Because the truth is that when Jesus saved us, and we don't choose to live out the plans and purposes that he has for us, and we don't share with others the incredible love that Jesus has for them, then we are just sitting and standing by as some of our friends go through life with no hope, with no joy, with no reason for life, with nothing to look forward to. It's like this. And picture this with me. You're saved, right? Jesus, you know that he loves you, and you're saved, and you're living in that freedom, and you've got that gift, and you're saved, and you're standing on the edge of the ocean, and there's a bunch of people out there drowning, and you got a life raft, and you can choose to send it and paddle out and offer them life. Or you can just choose to chill on the shore and just sit there and stare as they drown. You may not know it, but as you and I withhold the love of Jesus that we are called uniquely to give out to other people, we're just watching them drown. That if you and I just choose to live self-absorbed, self-focused lives, then who is supposed to tell them? Who's supposed to tell your friends? Who's supposed to tell your family? Who's supposed to tell the people that broke your schools? Who's supposed to tell this world that there is a Jesus that loves them so incredibly much that he died for them so that they could experience new life? Who is supposed to tell them? If not you, then who? You have been called and sent by Jesus to breathe life into this world. Because you know what a sent life looks like? A selfless life. A you before me life. An everyone else, and then I'll take my turn life. A them first. A you, 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 you. And then maybe I might have a little bit of space for some. You know who lived that life? Jesus. Homeboy sent it so hard, he died. <laughs> Homeboy sent it even harder, he rose again. Homeboy sent it so hard, he's coming back. And you are called, you know Christian, that word? It means little Christ. It literally means you are a little Christ. You are a little Jesus roaming this earth. And you are supposed to look like that Jesus. And that Jesus sent it so hard that people noticed. 
because his love was different. He served people different. He looked different. Homeboy probably smelled different. He walked by the streets and people were like, oh my gosh, it smells like joy. <laughs> that is the life that you and I are supposed to live. So it's saved. It's saved. He's living selfish. And sent is living selfless. How do you and I live sent? That's why I love the Bible so much. In verse 4 of what we just read, it says, The evidence of Christ has been clearly verified in your lives. The evidence of Jesus can be seen in your life. To send it simply means to look like Jesus. Smell like Jesus. Act like Jesus. Talk like Jesus. Be like Jesus. When everyone else is judging, when everyone else is judging someone else and speaking bad about them and hating on them, you know what you do instead? You send it. And you send it and you encourage that person and you love that person. You believe the best about that person. You look at them the way Jesus looks at them. And you know what Jesus looks at them and says? I love you. I love you. You are whom I love. When you want to fall into sexual temptation, and you want to give your life over to the desires of your flesh, you want to start fooling around, instead of doing that, you send it. And you realize, you know, I am a child of God. I am uniquely, beautifully, and wonderfully made. And Jesus lives in me. And therefore, I will deny my flesh and I will live in the Spirit because He will strengthen me. You send it. When all your friends are going to the party to drink and mess around and throw their life away, you know what you do instead? You send it. And you say, you know what? I don't got to feel alone. I don't got to feel left out. This God promises to never leave me nor forsake me. So he will be with me no matter what trial, no matter what tribulation, no matter what circumstance I might find myself in, no matter how lonely, no matter how dark, no matter how empty it might feel, if Jesus is in it, you are not alone. He has got you. And you send it into that truth that you are a child of the Most High God. And when everyone else is more concerned about what they're doing, about what they look like, about how they might fit in, about how other my people might talk about them or what others might be saying about them, and you start getting a little nervous that maybe you gotta change who you are in order to fit the mold. The Bible says, do not give to the patterns of this world. And Jesus says, take heart, for I've overcome the world. So you know what you do instead? You send it into the unique life that only you can live. That only you can live. God has something so explosive and so awesome and so extraordinary for you. That if you just spend all your time looking around at what everyone else is doing and sitting and staring, then you're going to miss out. And instead, send it into the truth that Jesus has a unique life for you. When the normal thing to do is hate. When the normal thing to do is make fun of. 
When the normal thing to do is be exclusive, when the normal thing to do is put others down so you look better, when the normal thing to do is be selfish, you know what you do instead? You send it into the selfless life that you have been given an example of by the person of Jesus. We as Jesus followers are called to be selfless and send it so we look like Jesus. A few years ago, two years ago, I got the incredible opportunity to lead a cabin of dudes up in Malibu. And one of the dudes that I got to lead in this cabin, his name is Brad Johnson. Homeboys in the house tonight. And Brad is one of my favorite human beings. He's incredible. Love him with my whole heart. And there's these things at Malibu, if you've never been before, there's trampolines. And they send you, you go and you jump off a platform, you land on a trampoline, and then you send it into the water. We nicknamed them the send machines. And what you do is, you jump off, you land, and then you hug a sweet flip. And everybody looks, they're like, wow. Well, our whole cabin, we decided to do these things called gainers, which is you jump off trampoline, and you throw it straight back like this, and then you land in the water, and you look awesome. And every girl at camp is like, oh, it's amazing. Brad Johnson, unfortunately, doesn't know how to do a gainer. <laughs> he tried with everything within him. Every single day, we would go down to the seven machines. And Brad literally would pluck these gainers as hard as he could and land like straight on his back, straight on his stomach, straight on his face, and just get destroyed over and over and over and over again. And then you get out of the water, and we look at him and be like, still gonna go send it. And we're like, hey, he's getting wrecked again. And I love it because sometimes. You might hear people talk about Jesus and you think, oh, I start following Jesus, I start leaning back into Jesus, I start leaning into Jesus, I start sending it for Jesus, my life looks awesome. No. You get wrecked. You get destroyed. You got bruises that are emotional, that are spiritual, sometimes they're even physical. But you know what I love most about Brad Johnson? Is that, yeah, he can send it on the trampoline. Told me I send it with rollerblades saying, foam pit. But you know what I love most about Brad Johnson? Is he sends it with his life. Is that he loves people so different that the world takes notice. Then you get around Brad Johnson, you know what happens? You start to see more of Jesus. You know why? Because he has chosen to believe the truth that he is the one whom Jesus loves. And in that place, he finds the courage even when it hurts, even when it gets lonely, he sends it with everything that he's got. You might be thinking to yourself right now that I'm man, Kramer. Sending it sounds hard. It would be way easier to just sit and stare and just be good and just be safe. And you're right. It is way easier. But you were never called to easy. You were called to Jesus. And Jesus has uniquely called you to send it with everything that you've got. Oh, yeah. And what I, what I love about this is that the very last verse in what we just read in 1 Corinthians, it says this. It says, 
God who got you started in this spiritual adventure shares with us the life of His Son and our Master Jesus. He will never give up on you. Never forget that. So as we as Jesus followers choose to not sit and stare, to not just be content being saved, but we choose with everything within us to go and to send it. And even when we get wrecked, even when we get hurt, even when it feels lonely, believe the truth that this Jesus will never give up on you and never forget that. And from that place, you can find a courage that no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, from that place and from that love, with everything that is within you, you can send it. Because you are the ones who are called to make a difference in this world. You are not the leaders of tomorrow. You are the leaders of right here and right now. And you are called to send it. Come on, let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you so much that you are a God that does not sit idly by, but that you are a God who when we call upon you, Lord, you say that you will never leave us, that you will never forsake us, that you will never give up on us, and that we should never forget it. So Lord God, I pray right here and right now that you would give us the courage and the spirit of Brad Johnson to send it. And Lord God, I pray right here and right now that you would give us the courage of your son Jesus to send it with all that we've got. Lord God, thank you that we don't have the answer, but that we point to the answer, and that it's your son Jesus. Would you give us all we need? Would you give us all we need to do what you have uniquely called us to do according to your plan, Lord God? Lord, we love you. We praise you. And in Jesus' name, everybody say Amen. Amen. Y'all, you get the privilege, the gift. Look at whoever writes the camera right now. Look at the other one I'm right now. And say, I love you. You get the gift right here and right now to go to Cabin Time tonight. They got questions for you. Get real, get raw, get awesome.